Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be at church today? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, the Lord is excited that you're at the church today. Amen. Because the Bible says when we gather together, it's a habitation of God in the spirit. So just lift up your hands and say, Lord, we love you. We praise you. We glorify you. We honor you. We give you praise, Lord God, for you are the great God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What, what, a, what a pleasure it is to be able to enter into the presence of the Lord, into the king of all kings, into his gates and his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Hallelujah. He just says, come on in. I, come on in, family. Amen. <laughs> praise the Lord. Tell somebody next to you, I'm so glad you're in the family of God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. It's good to see everyone here today. We do have a first-time visitor, and uh, so we want to thank them for coming. Brother Chris, first time here, and you get a, a, a big bag of goodies and prizes and a raffle for a new car. I don't know. It just came out, okay? My son's new car. You can we'll raffle out for his, my son. No. <laughs> No, good to have everybody here, and uh, he's going to tell us some real things that are happening at the church. Okay, so just to let you know, that's the last time my dad's going to be able to do the first-time visitors at church, right? <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so uh, thanks so much for being here. It's so good to see all of your smiling faces. Uh, and no, it's good to be excited when you come to church, you know? I was telling that to the youth. I was like, you guys got to be more excited. I was just up there talking to them. But anyway, the reason why we love coming to New Heart is because you can feel God's love here. You can be transformed, and you can find strength to overcome life's challenges. Um, but anyway, so I just wanted to tell you we have a few announcements. One, I have this little baby bottle right here. Um, it's February, and normally in February, uh, because in January is Sanctity of Human Life Month. We also like to support our local pregnancy clinic, Choices. I'm on the board. I actually just finished a term as president of the board. Um, so now I'm just a regular board member. I'm very happy. I have a little bit more time on my hands. <laughs> so if you want to hang out, I might have a little more time to hang out with you. Um, but, anyway, um, but anyway, so what we're going to be doing, there's these baby bottles in the back. We'd love it if you could take a couple or three or however many you want to take, you want to give to your friends. Um, and it does two things. One, it just uh, gives you all the information uh, if you know of somebody uh, facing an unplanned pregnancy. Um, and then also, uh, if you can fill it with change or coins or dollar bills or checks, um, it would be really helpful and you can bring it back to the church so that way we can support them. And I just want to tell you a little bit about the ministry uh, right now. So Choices is a Christ-centered, uh, life-affirming ministry that helps women and men facing an unplanned pregnancy. It's a licensed medical clinic providing lab-quality pregnancy tests and, if positive, ultrasounds to confirm pregnancy. It's all at no cost. The ultrasound doesn't just confirm pregnancy, but more importantly, it allows the client to see and hear what God is already doing in her womb, knitting together her precious little one. So often, all it take, that's all it takes to change your heart is an ultrasound. Um, Choices offers free parenting cl classes, which prepare mom and dad to be parents. Um, it also, in return for those parenting classes, they get points, and they can get free diapers, wipes, uh, cribs, strollers, you know, all the like, baby clothes, and everything that they might need. 
Um, Choices also helps uh, them connect, clients connect with doctors, insurance, and community resources. You know, and Choices and New Heart know that not everyone facing an unplanned pregnancy will choose life and may experience guilt, shame, or sadness. For those women, we offer a healing Bible study called Forgiven and Set Free. The enemy seeks to crush and condemn, but Jesus came to give us freedom and to give us life. Um, Women come to Choices believing their deepest need is a negative pregnancy test, but oftentimes we know that their deepest need is is Jesus Christ. Um, And only he can refresh and revive them. Everything that Choices does is confidential. So, like, even I, if, say... Someone in the church or someone you know goes to Choices, not even I will know that they were a client of Choices. Um, And neither will my dad or anyone in this church. We just want to really emphasize that this is a loving community, and we we are not here to condemn in any way. Um, And so you can help Choices in many ways. You can fill out a baby bottle and fill it with uh, change and bills and coins and bring it back here. You can give online. I think the website, it's, uh, uh, it's actually, it's, you can't really see it because it's behind our, uh, our, our great uh, keyboard player. It's a partnerwithchoices.org. Um, that's our uh, donor site. But if you want to send women who are facing an unplanned pregnancy, you can send them to choicescenter.org. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you know, also, I, we don't have them this week, but I'm going to have a sign-up sheet next week where if you want to sign up for the newsletter, you can, or if you want to volunteer at the clinic, you can. Also, there's some materials back there that are really helpful. Um, you know, uh, we have uh, the pamphlets talking about what our services are, our post-abortive services. There's a really great uh, pamphlet. A lot of times, women, there's 10 mo- of the most common reasons why women choose to have an abortion. And so it lists all those and then kind of the counter-argument of why, you know, that's not necessarily the best choice. So you might want to pick one of those up. Also, we have these focus on the family information guides. I just gave this to all the youth. It talks about, like, the six or seven reasons why living together creates more violence in a relationship, you know, more infidelity, more divorce, you know, more, a lot of times, drug abuse, just very volatile relationships. Um, There's also information about the risks associated with abortion, and all the negative side effects. A lot of people don't know that if there's a problem and you need like actual medical care at a hospital, Planned Parenthood will not call the ambulance. So you're really kind of taking your life, you know, putting putting your life at risk if you go into Planned Parenthood. Um, and then also, there's one thing I really want to highlight. A lot of people don't realize this, but there's a difference between the morning after pill and the abortion pill. Um, the morning after pill is the like morning or a few days after conception the abortion pill is very dangerous and and that's like the new trend these days is to use the abortion pill but literally you will like there is it's very graphic and gruesome and very dangerous because it's not being done uh, under the attention of a medical professional um, so anyway if you want to get more information about all that I don't want to spend too much time on the issue but um, you can go back there. It's really helpful. Also, adoption is a really great option, and there's information back there about adoption as well. Um, okay, so moving right along, winter camp. So we made kind of a decision um, to switch up winter camp a bit. Uh, we're still going to be doing winter camp, but we're going to do it the following weekend. I've talked to all the parents and the youth, and they're all on board. Um, we're going to be going to Camp Pondo. It's going to be March 4th through 6th, uh, and the theme is Interrupted. It's really exciting because they have a lot more activities for them, 
and my parents went up there. It's just as biblical, just as focused on the word, um, but they have like a zip line, a giant swing, tubing, rock climbing, and I've always, it's actually right next door to where we normally go, and I've always said, hey, I really want to check that out. So we made a decision that we were going to move it, and we're going to check it out, um, and you know, the nice thing is they still have availability, so if anyone else still wants to go, uh, it's $155. We have financial aid available, but there's still availability, and you can go um, if you'd like. Can we talk about it after? Yeah, I'll talk to you after about it. Um, then uh, we have our friends and family dinner and lip sync battle this Friday. Um, awesome, right? Everybody's excited. Exactly. We have quite a few people signed up. We still have room if you want to sign up. Uh, to do a lip sync battle or just to come for dinner and enjoy the fun. Uh, last, uh, also, uh, there's going to be an At Italian dish. Like, there's no cost. It's like a free dinner, okay? So um, definitely come. Also, I wanted to say we're trying to put a, a youth table together. So if your youth want to come and they're like, oh, I don't want to hang out with mom and dad. Um, I mean, not that they may want to. I don't know. But if they don't, they can come and hang out at the youth table and make fun of, you know, all the adults and all their crazy stuff. And, and me, too. I told them they can make fun of me if they want to. That's totally fine. If they come, they have that right. I'm fine with that. Um, but anyway, uh, so definitely come out this Friday night. We really are um, we're really looking forward to seeing everybody. It's, uh, the, our friends and family dinner is back, and uh, we're just so excited to see you all again. Um, then Holy Spirit and Fire Weekly Prayer, Wednesdays at 630 um, definitely come out for that. There's just been a lot of people coming. There's been a lot of prayer. Uh, so that's, that's just been really awesome. So keep coming out for that. We appreciate that. And then if you want to give tithes and offerings, there's an offering table in the back. I moved it over to the right so that we could have room for all the choices stuff. So you can go back there um, and put your offering. You can also give online at newheartforyou.com slash give dash online or mail a check to 380 East Covina Boulevard, Covina, California, 91722. The last thing I forgot, there's a winter camp checklist in the back, on the back table, with this little green sheet. So if you're wondering, hey, I don't know what my kids are going to do, what they need to pack for camp, you can start um, picking that up um, this week. Anyway, that's all for me, and uh, I'm going to hit it off to Mike. It's so great to have him leading worship for us today. Hallelujah. I run away, your love never fails. I know I've made mistakes, but you have new mercies for me every day, cause your love never fails.
Cause I know that you love me. Your love never fails. Tell him that. Now you made all things work together for my good. Now you made all things work together for my good. Now you made all things work together for my good. You stay. You stay the same. Thank you, Michael and Jesse and Rosh, covering for Ron, who is up north visiting his grandkids. And I know he's listening and watching and checking us out and making sure we're doing the right thing up here. So 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so happy today. Why are you happy, Pastor Chuck? All my favorite people are here today. So you might say, who is your favorite person? Whoever I'm talking to. <laughs> Amen. There, John, yeah. Whoever I'm talking to. I went, I went into Vaughn's and I said, you know, I'm your favorite customer, aren't I? She goes, well, I don't know. I says, well... Don't you say that to everyone that comes through? Whoever you're talking to, that's your favorite customer. Amen. At the moment, whoever you're looking at, praise God. And God feels that way about us. If you're talking to him, you're his favorite. Isn't that good news? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, thank you for bringing us together today. We thank you that we have your goodness, your spirit, your life on the inside of us. And Lord, as we gather together today, let your... Uh, name and your spirit be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, this is February month, and I like to call this the month of love. Hallelujah. Love is the principal thing. Amen. So we're going to talk about love all uh, month long. Hopefully we'll get it. The Bible says, God is love, and he that dwelleth in God dwelleth in love. So if you don't have love, guess what? You're not dwelling in God. You want to have more of God? Operate in love. You'll see God will come when you operate in love. Amen. Now, I heard someone ask this question. They said, if you could take out one scripture in the Bible that you didn't have to do, which one would it be? Now, we, we know we have to do them all. But if you could just omit one of them, then would you be happier? Well, let me give you some suggestions on what you would cut out. How about this one? Be ye holy, for I am holy. Well, some of us don't even do that anyway, so it doesn't matter, but it is in the Bible. We're supposed to do it. How about this one? Take up your cross and follow me. Nobody, nobody wants to take up a cross. Nobody wants to have a burden. We don't want that, but it's in the Bible. Praise the Lord. How about this one? Through faith and patience, you'll inherit the promises. We don't like that patience stuff. We want it now. Hot off the griddle. Come on, Lord. But, but the Bible says through faith and patience patience, we inherit the promises. So I want to submit to you another tough scripture that we have to do. It's in Matthew chapter 5, and we're going to get to it in just a minute. But I want to just say this, you know, Christianity is not for wimps, okay? You have to be strong and, and, and let the Lord work through you. It's a lifestyle that we have to have. It's not just a, a check that we put on our resume. It's something that we live, we breathe, we act that way, we live that way. We have God that walks in us and makes us do the things that are pleasing in his sight. Amen? What does it say in 1 John 4, 7, 11, 7 and 8? Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth knoweth God. And he that, what? Loveth not, help me. He that loveth not knoweth not God. Beloved, let us love one another. First John 4, 7 and 8. I like that little ending. Don't you like that? First John 4, 7 and 8. Amen. <laughs> when you do something good for somebody, they go, why'd you do that? Because of First John 4, 7 and 8. <laughs> Amen. So it's more than just a cute song. It's something that we have to do. We have to live. So let's look at this. In Matthew chapter 5, we have Jesus giving one of his most famous sermons, Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. And what are the Beatitudes? That's what your attitude should be. Be attitude. What? Be merciful. Be kind. Be loving. Right? Be humble. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. We don't want to be meek. But now, as he's talking... 
after he goes through the Beatitudes, Jesus now brings up some scriptures that the Jewish people were following, and he adds a little something to it. He, he makes it a little more clear, a little more deeper meaning. For instance, he, he says these scriptures. He goes, you have heard it said, but I say unto you. Amen. Blew their mind. What are you doing adding to the scriptures? Well, let's look at some of these uh, scriptures in uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 21. He says, you have heard it said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. That sounds good. But Jesus said, I, I, I'm going to add to it. But I say unto you, whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger. We can't be angry at them. Right? Put off anger, malice, blasphemy. Put it off. Let it not be part of you. 1 John 3.15 says, if you hate one another, you're a what? Liar and a murderer. You could go to jail for hating somebody. These are tough scriptures, okay? Jesus was like really uncovering a lot of things that we should be doing in the spirit. How about this one? Oh, let's see. Let's see what it looks like when somebody's the next. When somebody's yelling at you, don't it feel like a megaphone coming at you? Praise the Lord. You married people might know what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. I'm not, I'm, nobody's going to say amen. Okay, praise God. <laughs> I'm up here all alone. You guys aren't helping me out here. All the married people are like not moving, not going to any of this stuff. Just listen. Just listen. You know, we have one relative says said they don't like going to church because they, the, the wife keeps telling them, you know, you should be doing some of this stuff. Amen. Okay. Here's, a, here's another one. You have heard it said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. Oh, we all got by that. But I say unto you that whoever looks on a woman to lust after her has already committed a, adultery in your heart. See that scripture? No, that, you don't do that, okay? Don't let your wife or your girlfriend see you do that, okay? But better yet, don't let God see you do that, okay? That's a check mark. You bet you did bad. <laughs> what are you looking at? No, nothing, nothing. I thought I knew her, right? <laughs> Went to high school with her. Okay, yeah, right. All right, don't tell on Don like that, okay? <laughs> okay, here's another one. You have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, resist, do not resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, give him your left also. How does that look? Ouch. Now, I've heard that it was in a, you know, a metaphor. It means an insult. If somebody insults you, just turn your cheek and take another one. But we know that uh, we have to be lights and salts in the world, don't we? A little light, when you turn on a little light, it lightens up the whole room, doesn't it? A little salt on your steak makes the steak taste better, right? So we have to be the light and salt of the earth. Now, I'm, I'm sure some people here would say, I hear you on the don't be angry with your brother, and I, I can understand don't look at another woman, and I can understand even turning the other cheek. But here's the scripture that's really going to get you. Are you ready? This is uh, Christianity, advanced Christianity. <laughs> Matthew 5, 40 through for 43 through 48. 
You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. What? What, 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 what? What are you talking about? Bless those who curse you. Do good to them who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. What kind of doctrine is this? What kind of craziness is this? What did I sign up for anyway? So I was with you on the adultery thing. I had your back on the do not murder. I even gave you a vote for an eye for an eye for a tooth for a tooth. But now love your enemies. I don't know about that stuff. But Jesus said, if you really want to identify with me, love your enemies. You know, just because you don't like someone doesn't mean that God doesn't like them. Did, did you ever think about that? That's his child. You know, mothers defend their children no matter what they do. It, all right. So let's look at these four categories. We're going to make it break it down for you. Make it real easy, right? Okay, love your enemies. Bless those that curse you. Do good to those that hate you. And pray for those who despitefully use you or persecute you. And so when somebody's doing something to you, I always think, okay, what are they doing? Are they talking about it? Let me see, what category are they in here? Is my enemy? Am I supposed to love them? What am I supposed to do? Now, this is, a, this is I, I got some revelation for you today. Were you ready? You ready to put on your revelation hat? Jesus said that the Old Testament people were saying, hate your enemies. It doesn't say that. It, all right, there's a scholar right there. It doesn't say that. Let's look at it. Leviticus 19, verses 17 through 19. It says, you shall not, not, say not, not, not hate your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke or correct your neighbor and not bear sin because of him. In other words, don't let his sin get on you. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of, of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself, for I am the Lord. Now, here's ready for the first revelation. Enemy, you know how it's defined? Hateful. Don't hate the hateful. In other words, a person's got hate in them. Don't you respond and give them hate back. They, they got problems, okay? Who knows what kind of problems they have? We got problems, but don't reciprocate. Don't be a mirror to their hate. Don't get caught up in what they're doing, amen? The Bible says if you answer a man according to his folly, you'll be just like him. You know, kids, when they're fighting and the teacher comes and says, you boys, stop fighting. What, is the one, what does one guy always say? He started it. Does it matter? No, you're both going to the principal's office because you're both fighting. And God's looking down, and you say, well, they, he, they started it. God's saying, you're both fighting, okay? You're both hating. You're both causing these things to happen. So uh, we have to know that we have to be uh, apart from them. We have to be different. They'll know that we are disciples because of his love, because of his love that's on the inside of us. Now, I, I like to demonstrate this in real form, you know, real type situations so that you can get it. Some people are visual. They don't understand it when you just talk it. So we're going to act it out here so that you can understand it, okay? All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this out a little bit, out of the way. And, uh, you know, have you ever been to the market? No. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> and, and, and you might have one item and somebody wants to uh, uh, 
I mean, you want to cut in and get to the, you know, bypass them? Well, this is a little different. Where I'm going to the store, I only got one item. And uh, somebody's behind me, and they got a lot of items. So let's see how this scenario goes. Excuse me, sir. Uh, do you mind I cut in front of you? Uh, actually, I do mind. I was here first. But I'm in a hurry. I don't care if you're in a hurry. You are just going to have to wait like everybody else. Are you deaf, dude? I said I'm in a hurry. Listen, you're going to have to kind of calm down a little bit, cool your jets, have a little patience, okay? What are you buying anyway? I, I'm buying some thank you cards for people that have been nice to me over the... Maybe you should be nice to me. Let me cut in front of you then. No, I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to answer you like my Uncle Vinny used to say. If you think you're getting by me, you can forget about it. Get, get out of my way. With you. you. Who do you think you are anyway? Yeah, I've had with you. Do you know who I am? No, not really. <laughs> who are you? What? Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Lady, are you crazy or something? All right, go ahead. Just go ahead for crying out loud. Well, you should have done that long time ago. All right, well. Well, that's how you don't do it, right? Now, I have to tell you, Leanne is acting, okay? She's not really that way, okay? <laughs> she went to acting school. She's a world-renowned actress, producer, director. And I'm not that way either, okay? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, let's do it the right way, all right? Okay. I'm at the market. I got my one item. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, sir. Do you mind I cut in front of you? Well, I only have one item. I see that, but I'm in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> You're acting too good right now. <laughs> Come on. What, what are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. You can go right, go right ahead. Ma'am, you, you could go right ahead. Ma'am? Why are you calling me ma'am? I'm a young gal. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you are. I'm sorry, I was just trying to give you a little respect, you know, uh, like the song goes, R-E-S-P-C-T, find out what it means to me. Sock it to me, sock it to me, sock it to me. Do you know that song? No, I don't know that song, and there's no respect there. I'm sorry? There's no respect there. No is back there. No respect. Oh, no there. respect. Okay, now you're making fun of my accent, you <laughs> racist. No, you know what? I, I'm really sorry, but I was uh -huh. just noticing that you have a lot of groceries, and I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna make some spaghetti, because I always, my mom used to make spaghetti with that bread. You know that big bread. None of your business, you nosy dude. Get a life. Well, I thought maybe you're going to make it for your family, your kids, or your, your husband or something. Well, I don't have any kids. I'm not even married. I can believe that. What? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What I meant was God loves you, 
And uh, you, it seems like you have a good heart, and God has somebody prepared for you. Oh, that's very nice of you to say that to me. You're welcome. You know, God does love you, and he sent his son to come into you, come into your heart, and give you a whole new life. His son? Who is his son? You know, Jesus. Jesus, his son, came to give us life and that more abundantly. Would you like a new life? Uh, yeah, a new life sounds good because this life doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I, I can understand <laughs> it. You know, that's the way I felt, too, when I first got saved. I didn't have a life. He came in. He gave me life. And I've been happy ever since. Um, how can I get a new life like that? Oh, it's very easy. All you have to do is pray. I can pray with you and invite him into your heart, make him Lord of your life, and he'll come in and manifest himself to you. Would you like to do that? Uh, sure. Okay, yeah. let's pray. Okay. Okay, you just hold, hold my hand. Okay. Right okay. 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 Father God. Father God. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. He came into my heart. He came to my heart. And paid the price. Paid the price. For my sins. For my sins. I ask you to redeem me. I ask you to redeem me. And give me life. And give me life. And more abundantly. And more abundantly. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, you look, you look so much better. You're like a glow about oh, you. How do you feel? Thank you. Um, I feel great. I feel like uh, I'm born again. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're born. <laughs> You're born again, and you have a new life. And I'm so happy that you're a new person now. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I'm so sorry I was so mean to you. I'm so sorry. I hope you can forgive me. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm just glad that you're in the family of God now. Oh, actually, I am making spaghetti for my parents. Would oh. you like to join us? And I would love you to meet them and tell them about Jesus, too. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I would, but you know, I got to finish this sermon. And you can watch it on Facebook <laughs> and YouTube as well. Oh. So after I'm done, I'll come and. Oh, we are on camera. Oh. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. No extra charge for that. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you got the idea, right? All right. So the Bible says, number two is, bless those that curse you. That's a hard thing to do. It's not in our nature to bless somebody that's cursing you, is it? When they curse you, what do you want to do? back, amen, all right. But when someone goes in the gutter, you don't want to go in the gutter with them, do you? The Bible says to bless. Now, here's the second revelation. You know what that word bless means? It, it's it's uh, called, I don't even know how to say it, eulogio. It's where we get the word eulogy. Say something good about the person. And when do we usually have eulogies? At the funerals, right? And what are we doing at the funerals? We're burying somebody, Right? So when you speak well of them, you bury the incident, you bury the situation, you bury what has happened to you, and you forget about it. You bury it. You don't open the door anymore. You don't think about it. You don't uh, go down that road anymore. Some of us, we just play it over and over in our minds. We get more and more upset. But you're supposed to bless those that curse you. Don't go down that road anymore. So if you're speaking evil over someone, you're not speaking good. You're not blessing them. 
Praise God. So the third thing is, do good to those that hate you. You ever done that? People, all the time. <laughs> People hate you. You have to be good to them. It blows their mind when you're good to them. It's just like heaping coals of fire on them. They go, why are you so good to me? But look at this. Do good in the original language means to do rightly and leave no room for blame on your part. In other words, God is looking at us and saying, are you doing the right thing? I'm not looking at what they're doing. I'll judge them, but I'm looking at you. Are you doing the right thing? If nobody else in this world operates in love, we still have to. Noah could have said, look at everybody sinning. I'm going to sin too, Lord. And he said, no, Noah was the only blameless, righteous man in all the earth. Praise God. And the reason why we do good is because we don't want to mess up our walk with God. If we get so upset, we're, we're in anger, we have the spirit of anger, and God's saying, you know what, when you calm down, I can come and talk to you. Praise the Lord. I know my wife and I, when we ever, not anymore, but used to argue. <laughs> we have to go to our rooms. You know, we have to calm down. Okay, let's ooh, take a deep breath. Let's pray. Let's find out, you know, who's right and who's wrong. And you know who's always right, right? Need. Neither of us are right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know why I did that, you know. <laughs> but so we don't want to be judged by our bad behavior because somebody else was mean to us or saying bad things about us, okay? The last thing, and I went through these kind of quickly, but I want you to at least be able to have them down. So when you look at the scripture again, you can say, hmm, am I doing that? Are we doers of the word of God and not hearers only? The last thing is, Pray for those that despitefully use you or persecute you. Pray for them, not pray about them. Amen? My wife, when she'd go into a room, she'd be talking to God and being, like, mad at me. And I'd go, like, well, who are you talking to? The Lord. <laughs> well, could you put a good word in for me, please? <laughs> but you should pray, Lord, heal them of that issue. Heal them, Lord. Heal their hearts. Be, be kind and gentle with them, Lord. Comfort them. So we have to make a decision. Just because someone is mean and we don't like them doesn't mean that God doesn't like them. God doesn't love them. Praise the Lord. So your homework. Are you ready for your homework? Wherever you are in life, apply these principles. What are they? Love your enemies. Bless those that curse you. Do good to those that hate you. And pray for those that despitefully use you or persecute you. And you know what that word, despitefully, use you, it has a persistence to it, continually comes to you and persecutes you and says bad things and to the point where you're like, I can't take it anymore, right? Pray for them. Don't get even. Pray for them. So I'm going to tell us how to do it, not next week. Minister Terry McFadden will be here next week talking about love. But after that, I'm going to show you how you do it because you can't do it in your own strength. If you try to do it in your own strength, you just get frustrated. You just go like, I'm trying to be nice, I'm trying to be loving, but I just can't do it. But we need to get the love of God on the inside of us so it just comes out naturally flowing, the same love that God has. Amen? So let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for coming together to hear about your word and the wonderful things that you have for us and how you can impart love into our hearts. We ask you to do that right now in the name of Jesus, to be one with us, to love us and that we would love others even as we love ourselves. So, Lord, I thank you that you give us the strength, the power, and the ability.
to worship you and to praise you. Now, if you have never accepted the Lord and you said, I want this new life just like Leanne did, we can pray right now and God will actually come in and give you a new life. So if that's you, just raise your hand right now and we'll pray together with you in your seat and know that you have eternal life residing on the inside of you. The Bible says in John 17, 3, this is eternal life that you may know Jesus Christ. So if that be you, raise your hand. I want to pray with you where you're at. If not, let's just say it all together. Say, Father God, thank you for Jesus. He died on the cross, paid the price for my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Be Lord of my life. Come into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're there and you...